Hello. Uh, good evening, listeners, and welcome again to your program, our program, uh, The Gospel Watch, brought to you by the Narrowgate Project, the Christian charity who God has set as watchmen against the walls of Jerusalem. Um, in, the, in the book of Isaiah, chapter 62, verses 6 to 7, uh, the Bible declares that I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day or night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silent, and give him no rest till he establish, until he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. You see, the Lord has uh, set up some men, uh, people who will not bow down, uh, who are part of the prophets that will not bow down their knees to uh, bow, uh, who are out for the gospel truth, who are out to preach the truth of the gospel and not the other gospel. And that is one of the things we are on for on this program. So once again, we welcome you. And uh, I want to introduce uh, uh, the uh, uh, panel of discussants in the studio to, uh, who are with me here today. Uh, I have the honor and privilege of having, once again, uh, Brother Adimola Adibayo, the a, 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 um, trustee of the Narrowgate Project. Brother Adimola, you are welcome to the program. Uh, welcome. Good evening. Yeah. And once again, I mean, I also have the privilege of having uh, one of the uh, fathers, I will call him fathers, um, but for me he's a brother um, of Christ Apostolic Church in the UK and he's one of the chairmen of uh, Christ Apostolic uh, Churches and is uh, the chairman of CAC uh, UK Special District. I'm talking of uh, nobody else except uh, Pastor Tokumba Bandele. Pastor Bandele, you are welcome to the program today. Thank you, God bless you. Greetings to everybody in the name of Jesus. Yes, thank you very much, sir. It's a privilege to have the two of you with me, joining with me today to consider that topic we've been uh, discussing on the church that Jesus built. Just before we continue today, I will want Pastor Bandele to please uh, open the program today with a short prayer. Everlasting Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We thank you, Lord, because you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We thank you because you are the ancient of days. We thank you, Lord, because of the, your omnipotence, your ability, your strength, your power, your authority. We thank you, Lord, because you change it not. And we thank you for this program and for the people that you have set aside for a purpose and for the vision and the mission that you have committed into their hands. And we thank you, Lord, for the ability, the grace to preach nothing but undiluted gospel. Father, we commit this program unto you, Lord, and I commit all the listeners. I pray that the anointing and the power of God will touch the life of everybody in the name of Jesus. Amen. As you listen to this program, in every aspect where people have been banned, where people have been put to shame, where people have been put to shame, where people have been tied down because of wrong teaching and heresies going around in the world, mm. I pray God of great deliverance will liberate everybody in the name of Jesus. Amen. And when Jesus Christ shall come, we shall be able and with all the, his glory to reign with him in the name of Jesus. Amen. At the end of this program, it is well to the glory of God. Amen. And to all the audience in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen in Jesus' name. Thank you very much for that, uh, dear Pastor Bandili. Um, maybe the, 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 the um, ball today will start. Um, let, let me start uh, with uh, Brother Adimola Adishin. Uh, sorry, I always say Adishin. Adimola Adibayo. Uh, uh, so pardon me for that. Uh, you know, last week we 
um, if I will remember, or the last time we met, you know, we were on this program, we were discussing the church Jesus built and how it's been faring today. And that led us into the signs of the perilous times as we found it in um, the book of Paul or the epistle of Paul to Timothy and in, in the second epistle in chapter 3 and chapter 4. We started actually with the ones uh, listed in chapter 3 and uh, if uh, maybe for the sake of uh, listeners who are probably joining us for the first time or who were not part of the program last week, um, we started reading Second Timothy chapter 3. Uh, let me start to read a few verses. It said, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, he said, from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lust, ever learning and ever able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now he said, now as James and Jambres withstood Moses, so these men also received the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall proceed no further. For their folly shall be made manifest unto all men, as they are also was. Now, in uh, chapter four, if I just jump to chapter four, um, let's 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 look let's look at uh, let's look at it from verse. Uh, well, let's start from verse one. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at His appearing and His kingdom, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reproof, rebuke. Exhort with all long suffering and doctrine, for the time will come when they will no longer endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall heap unto themselves teachers having itching uh, ears, and they shall turn away from their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. Yeah. So um, that's those are some of the signs of the perilous times, and I think last week, uh, last time we we we, we dwelt on. Um, Men shall be lovers of uh, money, if I will remember. Yeah. Lovers of money and then uh, 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 lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Uh, that's, that is one thing I want us to, to probably examine today. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Uh, maybe uh, because Brother Ade did some explanation last time, let me try and see if uh, Pastor... Uh, with his experience as uh, a head of his church, how do you, sir, if I will put that question to you, how do you see that area of the signs of the perilous times? How do you see it manifesting in the church? Especially if you are looking at the church, which is meant to be the church that Jesus Christ built, which he says the gates of hell will never prevail over. But then when we look at the worldliness in the church today, from your experience, sir, that is staring standing you in the face even in the church today how would you see that uh in the light of the church today lovers of pleasure more than lovers of god amen amen well we 
I thank God for this privilege and this opportunity that God has given to every one of us to participate in this kind of program. Because uh, when God started the church, the motive behind or the reason why God started what he called church is not for what we are practicing today. Hmm. And the church is the, the from Greek word that means ecclesia. Hmm. And the, the, the word church and ecclesia in Greek language means the call out one. Hmm. That is, people that God has called out in terms of character, in terms of attitude, in terms of opinion, thinking, initiatives. That is, we God just he, he gave us the privilege. Not Bible says that not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Yes. That's, that's one of the things that all the Christians must appreciate, that by the grace of of God, God called us out. Mm. Then he called us out not to continue with the worldly things in the kingdom of God. Mm. But it's a pity today that mm. devil has already hijacked the, the kingdom of mm. God, the, what we call the church of God. Mm. Because what we are seeing today, if people preach, they preach about material prosperity. Mm. Why God said that seek ye first the kingdom of God mm -hmm. and his righteousness oh and others mm. shall be added to it. Yes. In true sense, mm -hmm. if we are we are a true Christian and we are practicing this Christianity with all genuineness. Mm -hmm. That is money. It, God is the provider of money. Yes. He says in the book of Proverbs that with us wings. Mm -hmm. And the purpose of the reason why birds use wings is to transport themselves mm. to move from one place to another. Yes. That is the reason why I said that seeking for that if we confess, accept, mm. we are genuinely born again, mm -hmm. that we don't need to fight to struggle for money mm. easily. He said that anything we lay our hands upon, we that shall we shall in prosper in it. Mm -hmm. So it's a pity today that we have from the, the primary motive purpose why god established the church is to celebrate him mm. is to glorify his majesty okay. and to preach his second coming mm. we ministers we have no job the church of god we have no job done to preach the second coming of oh, our lord jesus christ. christ it's going to be a, a disaster mm. if christ will suffer we die for you and myself we die for the world and at the end of the day we people that claim to be a true christians we abandon him mm. then there's no is is a pity is even better that we are not born mm. to this world that we call ourselves christians we are preaching but we are using the name of jesus to liberate and to deliver people and uh, to to cover the the, the covering mm. that enemy have put to cover in it from seeing the truth mm -hmm. then we ourselves now we are embracing force we are embracing false information mm. we are embracing lies and then we are using those kind of things to cajole to divert and to mislead congregation of God. Mm. But I pray that God himself will intervene in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Yeah, brother Adimola, uh, maybe you want to chip in a word of this. I, I picked something from uh, what Pastor Bandele had just said. He said, nowadays, uh, it's like the devil is trying. Well, I would not say uh, the devil has tried or has succeeded. He said the devil is trying to hijack the church. And we know that the devil will never, the gates of hell will never prevail over the church. Amen. Now, yeah. Um, how would you see that? The devil hijacking the church and people being lovers of themselves, just in addition to what Pastor Banele has said. Okay, thanks for the question, yeah. actually. Um, there are two ways in which I can describe this. Yes. There are two, you see, the devil has methods in which he has, you know, he pursues his goals. Mm. You know, um, Ephesians chapter 6 mm -hmm. tells us that there is a hierarchy in place by the devil in which he heads, in which he operates. And one of those hierarchies he has done is that he's putting infiltrators mm. into the church. 
If you go back to the first apostle, uh, first um, epistle of John, John said that they went out from us, but they were not, not part, of, part us. of us. Mm. You see, it says that these men were not part of us. Mm. So it means that they were never saved. Mm -hmm. They may say all the right words, use mm -hmm. all the right things, mm -hmm. but if you go to Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 to 23, it says that many will come to me and say, have I not done this? Have I not done that? Your you name. see, look at the emphasis. What I'm doing, mm -hmm. not what he's doing through me. What I'm doing. But mm. look at what Jesus said. He said, I will say, I will never. You see, never hmm. knew you. Never you see, knew when you. we say never, that word means it has never happened. You are not never part You've of me. You've never been part of me hmm. from the word go. Yeah. Never. Now, let me tell you the second way. The second way in which many of these false teachers use, they use wrong emphasis of the bible okay. now i'm going to read a very popular scripture and to be quite honest i've been guilty of it before my eyes were open mm. so please if you are teaching the word and what i'm about to reveal to you applies to you please don't feel condemned sorry but before you continue brother i'm sorry to interject um when we say men shall be lovers of themselves yeah. rather than lovers of god or is that talking about the teachers only or about the followers as well it, it's both both okay, ways actually right. because if you look at um second timothy chapter four mm. that you quoted you yes. said men having itching ears yes. they will gather them themselves so teachers don't will say and then things. if you look at second timothy chapter three verse 13 yeah. it says evil men shall work worse and worse yes deceiving, deceiving and, and being, being deceived. deceived yeah you see so so you see it's a two-way thing hmm. actually yeah. so the second way if I might go back to the first, yeah. where the devil uses is he uses the wrong emphasis on scripture. Okay. Now let's turn our Bibles, please, to Job chapter twenty-two. Mm. If we go to verse one, it says that then Eliphaz the term terminate answered and said. So we know that this Job twenty-two was written by a guy called Eliphaz. Well, Job wrote it, but the content of Job chapter twenty-two was by a guy called Eliphaz. He he spoke the content. Now let's. I've read verse 1, but let's swing down to verse 28. Mm. It says, Thou shalt also decree a thing, mm -hmm. and it shall be established unto thee, and yeah. the light shall shine upon thy ways. Now, many prosperity teachers, a lot of people quote this scripture. Mm. They say, ah, it's in the Bible. It says, you shall decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. Yeah. Which I can't agree, it's in the Bible. Mm. But let's see what God says about Eliphaz. Okay. Let's see what God says about Eliphaz. And for that, let's go to Job chapter 42, verse 7. Mm. We see what God says about Eliphaz, yeah? Yeah. It says here, Job chapter 42, from verse 7. It says, And it was so, that after the Lord had spoken these words unto Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz the Terminite, that's the Eliphaz who said, You shall decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. Okay. So, verse 7. My wrath is kindled against thee, and against thy two friends. For you have not spoken for me the thing that is right, as my servant Job hath. Mm -hmm. You see? So, God is telling Eliphaz that I'm not happy with you. Mm. So, when you go back to what he said in chapter 22, mm. verse 28, yes. you realize that that is not a scripture we should be quoting to justify all this prosperity. Because you realize that that is, was not God speaking. It was the flesh speaking. And for those who listened to the, at the last time, I made the scripture quote from Deuteronomy chapter 18 from verses 20 to 22 where God said that prophets who say things that was not sent mm. deserve to be stoned. Mm -hmm. And in verse 22 it says that if he says something 
and it doesn't come to pass, mm. do not accept it. Mm. Now, a prophet or so-called prophet who is prophesying to you using Job 22 verse 28 is not speaking from God. Because the person who made that statement, we can see that God was actually rebuking him. So this is one of the many ways in which people twist scripture. Rather than looking at the whole context, okay. look at what was meant at that time. Mm. Look at the person speaking. See what God is trying to say by virtue of previous verses and other things. Mm. You see, one thing that the Bible has, which makes it unique, mm. you know, apart from all other books, is that you have to take the Bible as a whole. Mm -hmm. You can't just go for a verse and begin to run with it and build a doctrine from it. You can easily lead to error. Right. You can easily lead to heresy. Okay. So yeah. So yes. those are two ways. All right. Thank Thank you very much. Uh, if I uh, if we may digress a little bit from the signs of the perilous times, and then uh, well, I think it's still in this in the same context. If I will go back to Pastor Bamdele, and uh, uh, because you started your your exposition the other time, telling us about what the church is meant to be. Now, if we look at the broad uh, topic that we that we have on hand, the church that Jesus built, um, maybe we could do a little bit of exposition, sir, or to, to, to do to go f a little further as to the, the what Jesus expects. Because you mentioned one of them is to propagate his gospel, and then what what are the other things that Jesus expects the church is building? Well, he told Peter, "I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail over it." And the church started at Pentecost. Uh, after 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 the coming of the Holy Spirit, what 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 are the roles? As well, let's let's look at our modern world. What are the things that we will expect the true Church of Christ that is preaching the true gospel, not the other gospel? What are they expected to do and are not doing at the moment? Thank you and God bless you, sir. Amen. Sir. When we talk about church, we we can classify church into two parts. Okay. We have uh, militant church, hmm. and we have the celestial church. The celestial church are those that who confess Christ as Lord and Savior and that they are born again before they died. Okay, and sir. Sorry, sir. Just okay, to sir. You're not the celestial church of Nigeria. <laughs> no, 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 we are not talking of a <laughs> celestial church of Christ. All right, but we yes. are talking about the, the, the two parts in the okay. kingdom, in the definition of the way God himself arranged church. Okay. That the celestial church mm. are those that are no more living. Mm. They are 